When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. It makes me laugh every time. It's so good. He was uh, such it's a, so bad. <laughs> he was such a good sport about it yesterday, too. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. That is Andre Snellings. I'm Randy Scott. You get at us on Twitter at Randy Scott ESPN at Professor Dr. Z uh, on Twitter for Dre. Are we... You explain the Twitter handle where the Doctor Z comes yeah, from. Yeah, so it's actually Driz because um, oh, you know, let's bro- go. It's not Doctor Z. <laughs> well, but that's easier to you know, Driz. People are like how you spell that? Like <laughs> Doctor Z, everybody knows. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm Dre, and I'm actually a doctor. So I'm Doctor Dre, but you know, oh, yes. multiple people got to that name first. Yeah, so people call me multiple. <laughs> multiple people got to that name first, uh-huh. so it'd be variations of Driz, Doctor Driz. <laughs> You know, this became Professor Driz. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I had to have some variations because Dr. Dre is spoken for. I'm like, I'm over. If I, I don't want to put myself in the greeny pantheon. I'm like, it's Dr. Z. Like, but but how it's written on the screen for those again, you at home. Let, let me just try to clarify this. It's big. It's capital. I don't put this here. Capital D, uppercase D, uh, lowercase R. Uh, uppercase Z. That's how it looks like on my screen. So it looks like oh. Dr. Z. And I'm just, you know, that's fine. I'm not, so, that's fine. So I'm not gonna, the Z's I'm, not supposed to be capitalized, but that's all right. So, I'm trying to be so careful. I wasn't going to say it. Uh-uh. Nope. Wasn't going wasn't gonna to do that. Shannon is cracking up. He's cracking. He's, all right. Let's go to Darren Gant, our Panthers.com reporter. You can get at him on Twitter. It's at Darren Gant, two T's, and it's an I in Darren. Darren, thanks for coming on. It's Canty and Carlin. It's Dre, and it's Randy with you. Bryce Young taking the focus tonight. I mean, the man's still looking for his first scoring driver of the preseason. What are you hearing from around this team about how that offense is getting its feet underneath it? I, I think it's going to be a process. I mean, they're still sorting through a little bit of stuff, and, and Frank Reich has gone to great pains to say he's not going to do a lot in the preseason. He's going to keep this thing extremely generic not run out a bunch of stuff, and they're still out there playing without Miles Sanders. He's not going to go tonight. So a a pretty big component of this offense is not out there with them. So I I think it's still very much under construction. I mean, they're trying to figure out what this thing's going to look like, but all offseason the entire plan was built around making things easy for a rookie. You go get a Miles Sanders who can be a volume back. You get that trustworthy tight end in Peyton Hurst, a, a slot guy in Adam Thielen who's proven himself over the years and isn't speed dependent. So if he gets old and slows down, it's not as much of a big deal. So they've tried to make it as easy on the kid as they can. And, and so far, based on what we've seen in practice, the one joint practice with the Jets, yeah, he's looked okay. I mean, they they haven't really wowed a lot of people yet, but I don't think this offense is necessarily designed to wow. It's supposed to be an efficiency thing more than anything else. So you, you just mentioned this offense may not be designed to wow, and we always are talking about Bryce Young and making things easier for the rookie. But with that yep. said – are there any expectations for him and for the team to actually have some some success and compete during his rookie campaign? 
I, I think there's, uh, you know, a reasonable expectation to compete, partially because they live in the NFC South. Yes, I mean, sir. this is not the most competitive division in the NFL, perhaps you've heard. And, you know, <laughs> I've kind of joked with Shannon and people in the past, you know, one of these teams going to go to the playoffs because every trailer park's got an HOA and somebody's <laughs> got to be the president. So wow. it's, it's just... No, and when you look across the division, I mean, I guess the Saints are the favorites because Derek Carr is the most established. But, yeah, it's very reachable. And I think based on what people have seen in Charlotte for the last little bit, I mean, since Cam Newton took that shot in Pittsburgh in the middle of the 18th season, you know, Panthers fans have seen a lot of non-number one overall pick quarterbacking. So it's um, it, it's been a minute since they've been competent offensively, and I think there's an expectation that they can at least get back to watchable because what's been going on the last couple of years hasn't necessarily met that standard. Uh, we're talking with Darren Gant, our Panthers.com reporter. And Darren, I like to think I'm going to give you credit when I use that trailer park HOA line oh, yeah. in, in the future. Uh, I may not. But, I, I, but I wrote it down. I wrote man, it down. that was outstanding. Uh, so Darren's well, already... Here's the thing. When I go looking for royalties, I'll just go to the other Dr. Dre. How there about it that? is. <laughs> yeah. You will be much more likely to get some money from yes. that, Dr. Dre. We'll just keep their heads there you go. in that regard. Uh, uh, I see what you did Darren, there. Darren, on the defensive side of the football, there are some dudes. Uh, I'm thinking of Brian Burns. I'm thinking of some other pieces that are there. Are they saying anything with respect to the fact that you got a quarterback who's you know, yet to make his first NFL start? Are they saying anything about the level of responsibility they feel in carrying the team, or at least early yeah. in the season? Yeah, I, I think early on they've got some guys who are built to do a little bit of that, make it a little more comfortable for him. And I think one of the guys who's going to be as big a piece to this thing as possible just rolled in a couple weeks ago, and that's Justin Houston. I mean, if, yeah. by yeah. adding, if you're going to run a 3-4 defense and – you know, to take it all the way back to 95 and 96, the first two years of Panthers football, the first year they had Lamar Lathan, who was a great pass rusher. And when they put Kevin Green on the other side the following year, that's when things took off. So they think that as good as Brian Burns is, having a Justin Houston on the other side is just kind of a force multiplier. It makes Brian that much better. It makes the whole defense that much better. And, and I just, you know, I, I think as those two go, they should be able to get after quarterbacks. And if they can do that, it makes things a lot easier for everything else because, you know, they're still trying to figure out what the defensive front's exactly going to look like. I think they're, you know, looking at a bunch of guys for different kind of roles there. There's a lot of talent in the secondary, though. When you look at – J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson, when healthy, those two are probably right up there with the cornerback tandems in the league. Now, staying healthy has been a little bit of an issue for each of them over the last couple of years. Dante's coming off an Achilles right now. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of talent. They go get a Von Bell to stick in the middle of that defense, and Vaughn's going to be kind of the elder statesman and the enforcer back there. And with all those young, talented guys around him, they've got – there's some pretty high expectations for that group. But really, I mean, to me, when you add a Justin Houston late in camp, I mean, that just takes it to another level and probably ratchets those expectations up. Yeah, Von Bell. I'm a Bengals fan, so I'm going to miss that guy. You're going to love him. But um... he, He's a guy. The, only, the, the other thing that's interesting about Von Bell is Deuce Staley has chosen him as a whipping boy and gets after him every day in practice. The okay. banner between those two is off. Off the hook. I mean, Deuce has chosen Vaughn as the guy he's going to get after every single day in practice. So you should check out our Camp Confidential video at some point because it's got little glimpses of that uh, 
friendly banner that goes on back and forth each day. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. That, that's where you really get to know the team. But really quick, with uh, we've talked about Bryce Young, and we know the decision's been made. He's going to be QB1. Is there yeah. any hesitance at all in anyone's mind around there or in your mind about him as a rookie starting from day one? Do you think maybe he should have sat and then, um, you know, came in year two uh, uh, with some experience under his belt? Yeah, I don't know. I think because he's so mature, because he's so settled, I think personality-wise, it's probably not as big a curve. I mean, he has come in, and Frank's talked about this all camp. I mean, he came in explaining protections to linemen. He came in, you know, leading meetings that a rookie's not supposed to be leading. And, you know, he's done all those mature things. He presents as a much older player. So I don't, I don't think it's like, you know, if you look at uh, Anthony Richardson's obviously going to be starting uh, for the Colts, and he's taken a huge jump. But Bryce has been in big games. Bryce has been in that situation. And because he's just so so mature, for lack of a better word, he, it, they don't think that that's as much of a concern as I think you might with other quarterbacks. All right, we appreciate it. Darren Gant, again, you can get at him on Twitter at Darren with an I, D-A-R-I-N, and then Gant, two Ts. Appreciate you, Darren. Thank you. You got it. Anytime. Uh, that's Darren Gant again, uh, breaking down the Panthers here. Uh, the idea of a rookie quarterback, and it's interesting. Um, you know, there's a piece up on on Panthers.com from Darren where Bryce Young is quoted as uh, saying, "I need to unlock the quote unquote superpowers mm. of my offensive weapons." Yes. I don't. I don't know what those superpowers are, man. Like, I, <laughs> hey, there's I, a lot of superhero <laughs> movies these days. You know, <laughs> we got an Ant Man and a Plastic uh-huh. Man. You know, creativity. Yeah. How about First Down Man? Let's just do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I'm looking around. This poor kid is a, a young man. I say, you know, truly coming out, like throwing to, you know, they traded DJ Moore. Yeah. He's got he, Adam Adam Thielen. Sure. That's a that's a great move. DJ Shark, you know. Sure, DJ Shark's a great move three years ago. Like these are all great moves <laughs> in the past. Miles Sanders, I like, you know, but one running back does not a team make. Just ask the Panthers when they had, you know, Christian McCaffrey. So it, I, I feel for Bryce Young, and that kind of dovetails into this idea of how soon is too soon, right. you know, to start an NFC or rather uh, start an NFL quarterback. Because I don't know, you could kind of say it's it's kind of like having kids. You have three kids. I have yeah. three kids. Yeah. There's no perfect time to have kids. Yeah, truly. Like, oh, hey. Is there ever a good time to say goodbye to your disposable income? You know, is there ever a good time to say goodbye to disposable your disposable income? What's that? <laughs> say goodbye to your sleep. Yeah. Is there a good time to say goodbye to the you know food in your house once they get old enough to raid it? You know, mm-hmm. raid the pantry. Like, you do have to kick these quarterbacks out of the nest at some point, but shouldn't they get to experience the nest a little bit before you kick them out? You know, that was actually what I had in mind when I asked him that, and, and his answer was interesting. He he said essentially that that. Bryce is so mature that it's like he's not a rookie. And so I, I do feel like every situation is probably different. Mm-hmm. And there was kind of a, you know, he, he even brought up uh, Anthony Richardson as kind of the other side of that coin. But one thing he didn't talk about was the physical element. Like Bryce Young is uh, mature for a rookie quarterback mentally, but he's a slim guy. You know, he's a small guy. Yeah, he is. And so whether the physicality of the NFL will be a, a problem for him right away in a way that maybe it wouldn't be for Richardson, I think that maybe uh, adds to the discussion. So Mike Greenberg talked about it on Get Out. This was on, on Wednesday's show. The idea, and it's not necessarily specific, tailored specifically mm-hmm. to, to these quarterbacks. It's just, is it a mistake to start rookie quarterbacks week one, fire them out of the gate? Here's Greeny. 
I think it is a colossal mistake for these teams to be starting these rookies this quickly. I'm not saying that you should never start a rookie, but I feel what we have gone to here, we've gotten to a place now where the default is we're going to draft a rookie quarterback and we're going to start him unless he can't. I believe the default should be we're going to draft a quarterback and we're not going to play him unless it's so obvious to everyone that he's ready. Okay, yeah. that's one school of thought. Yeah, It's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have success stories. You have a look on your face. You know, Andrew Luck, I mean, the, the Colts have had su- success in this model. Yeah. Two different guys than Anthony Richardson. What's that look? You guys can't see it at home. You got <laughs> no. a grin on your face. I'm, I'm still just kind of trying not to laugh. Like, Greeny doesn't do anything halfway. It can't be like a, <laughs> it's a little bit of a, it's a colossal mistake. You know, so so I'm sorry. I, I was uh-huh. listening to you, but that was still playing in my ear. No, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so yeah, Indy has had success. They had Andrew Luck. Before that, they had Peyton Manning. And Peyton, in some ways, because he had like 73 interceptions or something his rookie year. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. He led yeah. the NFL, I think. So there are some that would say, well, that was a, a, a failure case because he was so bad. But he was able to work through those mistakes and use it to get better for the future. It didn't break him. I think where it becomes a problem with rookie quarterbacks, a lot of times if either the game is too fast for them and they can't process fast enough to make decisions before bad things happen to them or to their receivers, kind of like we saw with Wilson with the Jets last year, or if they have physical issues, they get hit too many times and it just – it it makes them flinch in a way that you can't afford to flinch as a quarterback where you have to be a, a like a jet fighter pilot. Like those are to me the worst case scenarios for throwing the rookie quarterback into the fire, but just coming out and having a bad season, if you're on a team that picked in the top 5, you probably weren't expecting to have a great season anyway. Yeah, so if yeah. you can get your lumps but learn from them the way that Peyton did, then it can work out. Yeah, Peyton Manning's going to go a career Record, a yeah. rookie season record, I should say, uh, for turning the football over. Patrick Mahomes comes in for the last game of his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's some people in Washington who are like, yeah, Sam Hell, Sam Hell came <laughs> in for the last game of his rookie season. So now he's going to. Mirror images. <laughs> now he's going to. Hey, they both had Eric Bienemy, though. Dun, dun, dun. Now he's going to take off. Um, but for every, you know. For every Peyton Manning who gets – and Josh Allen got that rookie year to take his lumps and then ascended in, in year two and has continued the climb. I think you run the risk of – because for every one of those success stories, there's a Zach Wilson yeah. who gets in and takes his lumps and is just yeah. overmatched. There's a uh, – I mean, goodness, Rosen. There's a Josh Rosen. You yeah. know, I mean, they, they're, they, it's littered. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. success – the hit rate, however you choose to define success with a first-round NFL quarterback, I mean, it's like 50%, truly. Yeah. Um I, you know, I listened to our, our former ESPN uh, colleague here, uh, Ryan Rosillo, talks about it on his on his show. He has the exact number, but it's it's, it's about fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say, like, don't expect all three of these quarterbacks, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, to even start in year three in yeah. the NFL. I mean, maybe not even for their own teams. If you had to pick one for this season, though, let's mm-hmm. get negative. Right. If you had to pick one for this season, not wishing ill on these players, but one who has the quickest hook. Right. Who has the quickest hook? Because I'm going to tell you, I think it's Anthony Richardson. I was going to say the same thing. And it's not an indictment on his talent. I just think that team has has more pieces to to win. They do, and they have a backup quarterback that has some talent like Gardner Minshew could be a a starting caliber quarterback um, right now and so 
I could foresee a situation where Richardson, be it physically or with what's going on in the field, um, Mike could need to to take a step back, and then Minshew's right there, ready to 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 push the team forward. I don't necessarily see. I mean, you know, Andy Dalton was a Bengal for a long time, and I love him. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he was starting last year, so he's capable of starting. But I I don't think the other uh, quarterbacks are quite in that same situation. Okay, I now. It's not an indictment of his skill set. I could also see him having the highest ceiling right away. Yeah. I, I, I could see that division. I could see most of the NFL not being ready to handle his skill set if mm. they use him properly. The idea of a of an RG three coming out of the gates and setting the league on fire. The idea of I'm trying to think here. Yeah, I mean Mahomes kind of did it as well. But just the idea of what he brings, dual threat, the physical at you know just pure athleticism, goal line back. I mean he could. He's just so limited by the fact that we don't know what Jonathan Taylor's going to do. Mm-hmm, we yeah. don't know if he's going to have his best offensive weapon. The elephant in the room. And yeah, I mean, we've seen rookie quarterbacks or very young quarterbacks come in right away with skill sets somewhat similar to Anthony Richardson. Heck, you know, uh, Steichen, his new head coach, saw it up close and personal with Jalen Hurts, right? He, he comes in and he's able to run the ball and pass the ball in a way that puts the defense off balance and they have some success with it. So that's certainly in play. I think with Richardson, some of the questions is just how little experience he had even at the college level. And I've actually heard that as an argument both for and against him starting right away because the argument for is he needs the reps. He hasn't had the reps. He's not going to get them as the backup quarterback in the NFL because the starter gets the reps all week. So if you want him to get up that learning curve, you know, kind of unlike what we saw um, with the 49ers, you might need to get him out there and just let him take his lumps. What if it is Bryce Young? And I yeah. say that just because of the trailer park line that, that Darren Gant gave us. But like, you want to use that again? It's so wide open in mm-hmm. the NFC South. What if Carolina realizes, man, we got a bunch of dogs on defense. Mm-hmm. We like Miles Sanders, but you know DJ Shark, Adam Thielen, they catch lightning in a bottle. You just need somebody to provide functional quarterback play. Yeah. And what if Bryce Young just keeps getting knocked out of games? You know, mm-hmm. and you throw Dalton in there just to kind of you know carry the mail, keep everybody's heads above water and you can win that division with eight eight wins. Yeah. You go 8 and 9 and it wins the division. Maybe you do sit Bryce Young. Like I guess I could see it. I think the guy who has the clearest road providing health is CJ Stroud in Houston. Yeah, you know, CJ Stroud, he actually was my QB1 of this draft class coming in. I I thought okay. that he's the one that if I would have had a pick, I would have taken before the others because he to me he kind of has the best combination of the 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 physical and and the game that seems like it it translates well. And the situation uh, in Houston just seems like it fits so well. So I could agree with you on that. I think he's got the longest hook. But with with um, uh, I'm sorry, with, with uh, Bryce Young. Br- yeah, Bryce Young with the Panthers. I think that if they were going to go that route, they would have just started Dalton. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so by putting him in there, unless he gets hurt and can't go, I think it's his until the wheels fall off. All right, I think I'm with you on that. That's Andre Snellings at. Professor Driz <laughs> on Twitter. I'm at Randy Scott, ESPN for, in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. Are the Chiefs too dependent on Mahomes and Kelsey? It's okay to be top-heavy, but you still have to have depth. All that after Dre has this from Vivid Seats. Football is back, and I'm here to remind you that Vivid Seats has your back for all your ticket needs. Not only is Vivid Seats the official ticketing partner of ESPN, they have a 100% buyer guarantee, and they're the only ticket company that rewards you for buying. This football season, catch every pass, every tackle, and every heart-pounding play live and in person. 
To get great deals on great seats, download their app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Mahomes, end zone. He's got another. I think he's going to eclipse Tom Brady as the goal. He never missed against a defense that was absolutely spectacular. Worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Patrick Mahomes, the greatest quarterback on planet Earth. Greatest quarterback on planet Earth. But what about the the nebulous, terrain-free planet time? What about that? Planet time. Planet time. <laughs> Is he down to Mars? What's that? Ah, uh, yes. The ah, Outcast reference. The Outcast Andre reference. 3000 right Down there. to Dang. Mars. Yes. Dang it. <laughs> KG and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. That is Andre Snellings. I'm Randy Scott. It's at Randy Scott ESPN, at Professor Driz. For Dre, CC call in line 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which NFL division winner is least likely to repeat this season? We had a call earlier. We had a call on the screen earlier. A young man in Ohio seemed to be a, a, a tremendous eye for talent. What happened to him? <laughs> I know. It was actually a young guy. And he wanted to call in and just say, Sean in Ohio, I don't know if you're still there, but he wanted to call and say that he loves watching Randy Scott it's uh, watching you in the morning with his dad is the best part of his day. So shout out to you. Wow, oh, man. There's an wow. air horn in here somewhere. Thank yeah. you. Hey, I'm in a glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion right I'm about now. To say, I need to, you know, hitting you in the heart in the feelings. Actually, Dre and I in here in the, in the commercial break, like, and that's a question we get sometimes, sometimes if it's sports center, sometimes if it's radio, it's like, what do you guys talk about? You know, during the commercials. Mm-hmm. And that's usually on sports center where I get, we get into these debates. He's like loud, like, Ranch or blue cheese? Is it ranch or blue? I'm like, it's ranch. Blue cheese is just liquid mold. Like, yes. I mean, and they're like, I agree. Like salads, wings, all of it. I'm like, ranch all day, every day. I spent enough time in Oklahoma. I'm good. I'm ranch, got it. But Or lake house, beach house. Or uh, if you're going to a wedding, you want a, uh, a DJ or a band. Like We get in on that dumb stuff. And it's because Gary doesn't have kids. It's been one show. I think mm-hmm. it did Osh show with Dre last year. We're in this show now. We're talking about like, 
you only get 18 summers as a dad. <laughs> and that's me. That's me doing it. Yep. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I got this TikTok that's like emotional terrorism. Yeah. And, uh, and yep. <laughs> we both got three kids. And, you know, my kids, my oldest is seven, will be 17 this year. So, oh, man, time is flying. Time is a thief. That yes. was Marty Smith who came up with that. Planet Time. It's the one that I got. Uh, Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So that was Jeff Darlington, I believe, singing the loud uh, praises of Patrick Mahomes, right? Saying that Mahomes is the best quarterback on planet Earth. I, I don't have a hard time with that necessarily. You know, folks in Buffalo may cape for their guy. But is Patrick Mahomes not just the best quarterback on planet Earth? Is he a top five quarterback of all time? And this is Mahomes himself. This was earlier this week with NBC Sports' Peter King. He's comparing his career so far with the GOAT, Tom Brady's. I think you always just strive for greatness. Um, obviously, Tom is the top of that. I mean, to win seven Super Bowls and be in ten different Super Bowls, I mean, it's it's crazy to even think about, uh, even for me today. Um, so, uh, to me, it was always about how can I win as much as possible, the Super Bowls. The other stats kind of come with it. Um, and I knew at Texas Tech, I would put up a lot of stats and not won games. And I knew when I got to the NFL, I wanted to, to be a winner. Um, and so, I strive for that every year, is just trying to win Super Bowls and, and give my team the best that I can. Um, and hopefully, that, that ends up with a lot of Super Bowls. Seven's a lot, but I'll, I'll strive to get as close as I can. And he's got a couple. Yeah. Right? Good start. That's a great start. And you wonder about the pieces. Okay, longevity is one thing. Health is one thing. We've seen Mahomes have to play hurt before. Mm-hmm. And they always able to win one while less than 100%. And then was certainly able to lose one while far less than 100%. Are Is he, Mahomes, a top five all-time quarterback? I say yes. I've got him yeah. in my top five. So here's the thing. Mahomes, the start that he's had to his career – the only reason that he would not be considered the GOAT or a top five, you know, all time quarterback is because of time. He hasn't played for long enough. I'm not, when it comes to GOAT conversations, especially in basketball, people know I'm not one that just counts rings and, and MVPs and, and says be done with it. But if you're looking for a measure of longevity, you know, the most other uh, in, uh, NFL quarterbacks of all time, they might play 15 years and not have two MVPs and two Super Bowl MVPs. Right. You know, like Her cousins. Yeah. You know, it's 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 very like he's already in extremely rarefied uh, categories as far as his accomplishments. So if I'm doing a top five of all time and if, you know, the expectation you have to have Brady in there. Who I always mentioned, by the way, was one of my classmates when I was at the uh, University of Michigan. Oh, okay. We're the same age. Oh, hold on. Yeah. He, he was playing NFL football this year, and I could not fit into my track <laughs> uniform if you paid me. Man, who but- can't fit in? There are dudes <laughs> wearing track uniforms now who can't fit into track <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so if you got Brady and, again, painful memories for me as a Bengals fan, Joe Montana, who broke our heart in our first two Super Bowls, if those two are in your top five, they both have way more rings and more MVPs. Outside of that, unless you go back to really before I was born, what other quarterbacks have at least two MVPs and two Super Bowl MVPs? And if they don't have more accomplishments than him already, even five years in, then how could you not consider Mahomes at least on their level, if not greater in all time since when you factor in the eye test and the fact that he's so kind of unanimously considered the best player in the world in this era. 
I think this era in particular, yeah, the rules are a little bit easier on a lot bit easier mm-hmm. on quarterbacks than perhaps some of these warriors. Like you know, in the conversation, right mm-hmm. in the short list of honorable mention on the outside of the top five club looking in. Yeah. You know, the guys who are well-dressed enough have a nice date. They just can't get in the club. Uh, Dan Marino, I, I, I put him there, mm-hmm. right? I, Jim Kelly, I put yeah. him there. John Elway, I put him there. Yeah, He is a two-time Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. a one-time, you know, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, but, you know, if you've got Brady, if you've got Montana, mm-hmm. if you've got, uh, let's see here, Mahomes, if you've got... I've, I've got what? Peyton Manning in my top five, too. Peyton Manning's know. in there, yeah. I just don't I, – I, I think with what Mahomes has already put on the mantle, put mm-hmm. already on the scoreboard, up on the wall, um, I, I think Mahomes is there. I think it's scary how high he could climb. Yeah, I don't like Brady. Like, I, you know, <laughs> hand in the air. I'm a Raiders fan. He fumbled in the snow. His whole legacy is built on a rule so bad they later changed it. Like, it's fine. I don't buy into the cheating stuff necessarily. Were the balls deflated? Oh, whatever. You know, it's hard to throw a deflated football. Go out and try to do it. Doesn't matter. Like, I mm-hmm. thought that was a ridiculous suspension. But – uh, you can't argue. You mm-hmm. cannot argue that he is perhaps the most accomplished North American athlete in in team sports. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's incredible. And to look at you mentioned you play ball with or excuse me you were at Michigan at the same time. Did he look like an athlete coming out of Michigan? No, no, he did not. He and it, it, it's funny. You know, I was in the athletic department um, with Brady, so I would be talking to other people. And at the time, I remember uh, another football team, uh, another football player on the team. It was kind of like, yeah, Tom's a weird dude. You know, he's, <laughs> he's a, he, 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 he used a word that I can't use on the air, but he was kind of like, yeah, Tom, he's, he's kind of a weird dude. <laughs> and so, like, to go from that and the famous picture of him in the combine where it looks like his chest is caved in to, <laughs> you know, seven Super Bowls and kind of unanimously on everybody's goat list, like, that is a heck <laughs> Of a heel or you know, um, a, a, a face turn, it's I guess, if you will. Man. Yeah, yeah a glow is. up. So, so yeah, I, hey, Tom, mad props, you know. Yeah. All right, we got Sean in Ohio, we got Derek in Texas, and we're out of time currently. If they hold on, I will promise that they're going to be on ESPN Radio. So, Sean, hang on. Derek, hang on. Obviously, Sean's going first. Let's just say that. Sean's going to go first. <laughs> and we're going to have our NBA checkup with Dr. Dre. So, keep your heads ringing. It's Snellings. Hey, it is Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and uh, the SiriusXM app. This is the Canteen Carlin Podcast. <laughs> I haven't heard this in a minute. This is good for a little Friday pre-end vibes. Friday Vibes Day, Fribes Day, Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. That is Andre Snellings. I am Randy Scott. You can get at us on the CC call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Sean in Ohio, you patient, glorious soul, you are on first. You're up first on Canteen Carlin. What's going on, Sean? Oh, my God. I can't believe that I'm on the radio right now. Oh Let, my god. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Look, this I thought like this is the perfect time to call cuz like Randy Scott's on the air right now. So like what would be a better time to call? What, no better time. No better time than right. No better time than right now, Sean. So wait, I, I, your school hasn't started, has it? Oh no, it started. Oh no. Um, oh, I'm I sorry. I had the uh, second day of school. Oh, dude. Okay. okay. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you calling in. Do you want to tell us if there's an NFL division winner from last year who's not going to repeat? Um, 
I could run through. Why don't I run through? I'll give you a minute. Well, let me run through because this was the thing that we've been asking people all uh, all day to call in, and I don't know that we've had anybody necessarily weigh in with it. So these are the winners division wise from last year. Where are you calling from, Sean? Where in Ohio? Uh, Powell, Ohio. Do you know where that is, Dre? Uh, I don't. I, so I'm I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Um, where? Oh, cool. What's the biggest city near where you are? Uh, Columbus. Okay. Oh, there we go. See, bus. All right. So, Bills, Bengals, Jags, or Chiefs? Any of those teams in danger of not winning their division again? Jags. Adam. Obviously. Adam boy. Oh, goes, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Sean, man, I appreciate you <laughs> yeah. calling in, dude. Thanks for uh, answering. No problem. Love to be on the radio. No problem, buddy. All right. Thanks for listening, man, and thanks for watching. Thank you. All right, that a boy. Look at Sean calling in. I think the future of this country is in great hands, man. I, I love that. This generation is going to pick us up. Like, Let's obviously, go. too. Like obviously, yeah, obviously. He was like obviously he was confident. The well, that's why I was like, I'm springing this on him. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible. Let me read through, and he just was like, "Got it." Hot right. take. Bang. Not even a hot take. I think he's right. I mean, yesterday Dan Orlovsky said that the Jaguars were a sleeper Super Bowl team. Yeah, and you know, yeah. Sean's just like. Obviously not. Obviously not. It's Dan's birthday. It's Dan's birthday, so I don't want to besmirch him. You know, (laughs) happy birthday to Dan Orlovsky. I also like. Are we going to use him as the barometer of good takes? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Food wise, I'm pretty sure Carlin also has him in the AFC Championship game. The Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. That means. Oh, you're right. He does. Okay, but that means something happens along the way to Buffalo, Cincinnati, or Kansas City. Two of those three teams aren't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Jag the Jaguars seem like the the obvious favorite to win their division to represent the AFC championship, you know, some really good things would have to happen for them, I would, I would say. Some really good things. Let's get back to the Chiefs. And we talked about whether or not Patrick Mahomes is the top 5 quarterback all time. I think we're both on on board with that. Is Andy Reid the best head coach in the NFL right now? Let's not go all time. Mm. Cuz Andy Reid himself has had a glow up, right? We he talked has. about that with so, Tom Brady. Yeah, so the thing with with, with Andy Reid is that he had such a great run of elite, but didn't win the championship. Right? Like he he was he, he had a great run in Philadelphia. He was great with the Chiefs. Like he had done a lot of winning, and he just hadn't won it all. So then he went ahead and won the chip, and now he's got a couple of them. Well, he's got his his resume was already stacked with all those other wins and all that other positive. Yeah. So I, I feel like. I feel like he could at least make a claim to the best coach in the NFL right now because he's like, I've been great for a long time mm-hmm. and my team scoreboard. Like, we, we, we're the defending champs. So, you know, you other guys out there are good, but right now I'm king of the hill. I'm not going to default. There was a time, maybe not even all that long ago, mm-hmm. where I'd be like, nah, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. Just, just like reflexively. Yeah. And I think if you are charged with answering this, you have to separate the coaches who have the dual responsibilities, right? Mm-hmm. Who are GM and head coach. So if we're just saying who the best X's and O's, who's the best head coach right now, I think Belichick's candidacy has a little bit more, you know, validity to it, right? Because yeah. he's a horrible general manager. <laughs> His eye for talent is not great, but what talent he does have, he can coach him up. Yeah. I think Andy Reid's in that discussion. I think Kyle Shanahan has a firm seat at this table. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, his ability to win with quarterbacks who. I mean, come on, Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. Like his his system is as unassailable as anybody's mm-hmm. right now in the NFL. I think it's a tough question to answer, but you're right. I think Reed has has a case. Yeah, he's got a seat at the table because you know if if you were comparing with the guys you just mentioned, what 
unlike Belichick, he can say, I've had the highest levels of success with a lot of different situations, a lot of different quarterbacks. Whereas yeah. with Belichick, the argument now is starting to be, was it him or was it Brady? And even though I, I still feel like Belichick was a senior member in that partnership, um, th- there is that question there. And then, you know, on the, the with Shanahan, his team, he's kind of like where Andy Reid used to be. His teams are always great, but they haven't gotten to the promised land yet. So, yeah. you know, if if those are the type of barometers, then... Yeah. All right. More football on the way. Should Tua play in the preseason? Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.